baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We want to talk about the St. Paul Downtown Alliance. I know a lot about the Minneapolis Alliance. It's not called an alliance, but I know a lot about what they do for downtown Minneapolis. I am very curious to know what is happening in downtown St. Paul. St. Paul is a whole nother thing. Come on, Jonathan. Neighborhoods in St. Paul are different. So different from the ones in Minneapolis. A lot of the neighborhoods in Minneapolis sometimes seem the same. Some of those brand new condos that went up, it's so many of them, you get lost. Oh, I thought I saw that three miles ago. <laughs> yeah, you're going to see it three miles in the front. <laughs> you know. But we have to do something together. It's really frustrating. So when we talk about this, I hope that we can bring them on. Because... We have him. Excellent. Joe Spencer, are you there? I am. Sorry about that. I am so happy that you are able to join us tonight. You are the president of the St. Paul Downtown Alliance, correct? That's right. Right. The capital city is looking to bring more people to its core. I do know that for all kinds of reasons. I have family that live in St. Paul. And this week, the St. Paul Downtown Alliance made their pledge to bring 20,000 let me say it again, 20,000 new residents and 20,000 new workers to downtown St. Paul, correct? Absolutely, that's right. So how do you reach this goal? So first, let me be clear, this is not an overnight goal. This is not a, even a, a three-year goal. This is our vision for the long term in downtown St. Paul. And, and it's based on, on uh, what we found by looking across the country at the most vibrant downtowns The key thing is to have a really healthy mix of people who are working, people who are living, and people who are visiting. And in downtown St. Paul right now, we've got a pretty good number of people who are working, about 55,000 jobs in downtown St. Paul. Uh, And we we punch well above our weight class when it comes to visitors with great destinations like the XL Center, the Ordway, uh, all the museums, the History Museum, the Science Museum, the Children's Museum, places like History Theater, Park Square, great, great uh, event destinations that bring in eight to 10 million visitors a year. That's fantastic. Uh, the thing where we're a little light is on our residents. We've got about 10,000 residents in downtown St. Paul. That number has doubled over the last 10 years. and We want to see that keep on growing. So we have that great healthy mix of all kinds of users. Okay. So you set the, the mark pretty high. You're looking at St. Paul, uh, downtown Alliance. Um, it's, it's, what is it? You, you guys have how many on your, on your, uh, in your group? that are working oh, uh, with so, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we're, a, we're basically a, a, a kind of a partnership organization. We only have three people that are on our direct staff, and I always feel really proud about the amount of impact we have for just three full-time people. But we also have a street team uh, of about 20 or so ambassadors that are out doing the clean and safe work. Uh, and most importantly, we've got just a great um, kind of coalition that make up our board of directors with corporate leaders, business leaders, um, uh, uh, public sector leaders, all all of whom are super passionate and committed to downtown St. Paul. 
So they are really up for the task. They are saying, hey, yes, we're going to work with you. We're going to make this happen. Okay, let's take a look backwards. When Minneapolis started making all of these changes and making sure that they were building apartments for young people, this is one thing the state of Minnesota is really good at. They're very good at bringing back their children that were born and raised in Minnesota. And we see it every summer. Every summer we see more and more young people. They even bring their friends from other places. So as we look at this opportunity that you are seeing in St. Paul, how will we make sure that we have enough, that we have enough people to support, that we have enough companies and business people that are out there saying, hey, I got money. I'm ready to help you out. I'm ready to help you. Are you worried at all about something missing? You know, the thing is... uh, Obviously, we've we've set an ambitious goal out there, and and we feel uh, excited, but also daunted by the the, the sort of the the size of that goal. The thing that I believe we have going in our favor is, frankly, the same thing that downtowns across America have in their favor, and that is our households are getting smaller and smaller each year. If we look back uh, 10 or 40 years, we had upwards of 60 percent of American households had two adults and at least one kid. As we look forward, we're... We're, we're looking to, I think we're, we're maybe around 50, maybe below 50% now. And as we project out, that's going to get smaller and smaller. That's going to lend itself toward more and more multifamily, more and more density, and the kind of living that, frankly, works best in a downtown where we can embrace that level of density and people expect it. Okay. So one thing that really uh, amazed me um, in some of the notes here, it says um, that vacant offices will be turned into housing spaces. Um, and I'm curious to know how that would look. <laughs> so are we saying that, uh, a va- go ahead, maybe you can explain it. In fact, I know you can explain it much better. It's, it's something we've been doing for a while already in downtown St. Paul. If we, if we look at a lot of the growth we've had, certainly we've had about half of that come from new construction. Uh, but about half has come from converting what used to be office space or uh, warehouse space and converting that into housing. And so um, w- one of the, the advantages we have in downtown St. Paul is that uh, there are certain kinds of commercial buildings that convert well uh, and more affordably and more, re- you know, at a, at a, where the formula works. And that is those, those are buildings that have smaller floor plates where you know, the, the floor plate might be 10 to 12,000 square feet. And, and, uh, and then all of the units then have access to, uh, to windows and the like. Uh, we have an abundance, for whatever reason, whatever kind of quirk of, of history and architecture, we have an abundance of, of buildings where the standard floor plate is about 10 to 12,000 square feet. Even some of our larger Class A buildings, like the, the Wells Fargo Tower, you know, they're at 15, maybe 16,000 square feet. So we have a kind of advantage. It's something that frankly frustrated us for years as we tried to attract employers who were looking for larger larger floor plates, something like 30,000 square feet. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, now it's become an advantage as we really embrace this, uh, again, new mix of users. Which is exciting to hear. I'm really excited that you are focusing on St. Paul and what can be done. And it can just be that, you know, (laughs) that image that we all say, this is the capital city. We now look like the capital city. Let's talk about drugs on the streets. Let's talk about the police. Let's talk about young people not having enough places to be in St. Paul. Is that something you're looking at as well? Oh, it's, it's something that, um, that we work on uh, every day. Uh, The the fentanyl crisis in America is certainly uh, affecting downtown St. Paul. 
And, uh, you know, as, as we, as we deal with that, uh, one of the things we've done is we brought our street team out there it's through the new downtown improvement district. We've got folks that are out in uniform that are doing safety patrols, uh, that are doing just the kind of cleaning work, removing graffiti, uh, and, and trying to have that, um, kind of lighter touch where we can get more people out. The other thing we're doing is just creating a much better communication network, connecting our private building security with the police who are also then connecting with uh, the social service workers, the outreach workers, um, so that we can just have more efficient and clear communication kind of across those channels. But, but absolutely, um, those are things that, that we um, collectively, not just the Downtown Alliance, but really kind of across the board, our entire community, really needs to um, to be aware of and and to be uh, so sort of redouble our commitment to addressing those issues and I and I feel like we're, we're making great strides and certainly our crime numbers have come down uh, recently and and we're seeing good momentum in that way but it's something where we're, we're, we just simply can't afford to take our eye off that ball exactly um, I, my final question I believe is Children. There was a time when downtown St. Paul was dedicated to children. It was amazing what they put together uh, for families to be able to come downtown and really enjoy themselves. Nowadays, you hardly ever see children, at least when I'm in St. Paul, and I'm in St. Paul a lot. Um, I, I am very surprised at how few children I ever see with their families. One of the things that we've learned recently as we've looked at data is that we've got, one of the things we're lucky about is that we've got um uh, again, a great concentration of cultural assets that are in downtown. A lot of those, a lot of those, um, have an audience that is predominantly made of kids and families. So, if we're thinking about the the the, the Ordway and 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 all of their educational programming, the Children's Museum, the Science Museum, we have these great destinations. And and what kid that comes down doesn't love to go to Candyland? So we've got like informal businesses and, and you know great great things like that. But one of the things that we've we've been seeing is that. Uh, very few of our people will come to multiple destinations in one visit. So folks who are going to the Children's Museum aren't making their way over to, to, to check out uh, some of the, the, the cool other maybe smaller museums at the Landmark Center or aren't, aren't going over to the, to the, to the Children's Museum and, and not making their way around. So one of the things that we're looking at is how can we create better connections so that if you go to the Science Museum, uh, instead of just parking in the parking ramp and then, uh, going to the museum and then going back to get in your car and drive back to your home. How can we get you to take that trip across the street and explore downtown St. Paul a little bit so that as you, uh, as you just mentioned, as you walk down the street, you see more of that, more of those kids, more of those families, more of those young people kind of out and about, um, not just going to one destination, but making their way between and among the great assets we have in downtown St. Paul. Do we need more police officers downtown St. Paul? You know, I, I don't. We're really excited about having uh, Chief Axel, and and frankly, we're really happy to see uh, our numbers are uh, really heading in the right direction. Uh, really, since January, we've been on a, on a positive trend. I, I'm not going to, you know, suggest the chief how to do his job. We know though that those police officers, we've got great police officers, and I will always take more of them. I will always take more of those great officers that do such a good job. Um, and, and so, you know, it's my job to fight for assets in downtown, for more resources in downtown. That, that includes everything from park maintenance to filling potholes to making sure we have enough police officers downtown. So I'm always going to say 
uh, yes, we'll we'll take as many as we can get, and we're always going to need more. Um, the other thing, though, that we all have to do is work together to, and, and, and work smarter and get more efficiency out of the assets that we do have um, and make sure how can we make all of those officers more visible. So that's a lot of what our organization does by having a street team out there that can, might respond to lower level issues or if we can get an outreach worker to deal with somebody in crisis. That would ordinarily take two officers and it would take them off the street for two to three hours those are those are two to three hours where those two officers we want to, we want them out on the street patrolling and 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 doing uh, the things that really only need a police officer in place to do. So we're looking at those kinds of options. But yes, I mean, uh, would we love to have more officers and more hours? Absolutely. Um, and we're are we grateful for the partnerships we have? Absolutely. And I do believe we're making a difference in in improving the efficacy and the efficiency of the officers we do have. Well, congratulations on your economic impact assessments that are already complete. That's a really big deal. Um, And I can just imagine all of the excitement about that, because once you get that done, there's so much more that's coming. So (laughs) congratulations to you, Joe. Really, this is a big, big deal. I support you guys in this. Joe Spencer, president of St. Paul Downtown Alliance. I truly enjoyed having you. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me on. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 